What is up, everybody? Welcome to the CBC Wisdom Hour, number 153 for Rocktober 19th, 2021. I am Steve Witchell in New Orleans. Tony B coming to you live from New Jersey. What's That's happening? right. We are live. Right. It is 8 o'clock Eastern Time, 8.04, 8.05 Eastern Time, p.m. And that's 5 or, yeah, 5.05 p.m. Pacific Time. Just for those of you who are watching the replay, so you know that you're watching the replay, in case you comment and we don't respond. That's why you're watching the replay. But if you're watching live and you're here now, come say hi. Tell us where you're from. Yeah, have at we would like to know where you're listening from and we will say hi. You have any questions or comments, put them there and we will put them up on the screen and we will acknowledge you. Uh, we are streaming live on the Facebook Cover Band Central page in the Facebook Cover Band Central group and on the Facebook Cover Band Central YouTube, YouTube channel. Uh, the link is in the description. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's where all these videos are archived that we've done in the past, plus other Cover Band Central related stuff. I love YouTube, Tony. All the good stuff that you can find for Cover Band Central is in one location. I am such a YouTube junkie, dude. I, I don't know if, how much you you dig into YouTube, but there's so much good stuff on there. It's like you don't even need television. We were just talking about it before. Yeah, television. I mean, for the you know the brief amount of time I do get to watch TV, I would I indulge in YouTube occasionally and go down the rabbit hole of one to the next to the next, but. Basic, but lately I've been using YouTube as a, more of a tool to uh, to download music to learn for songs, you know? Right on. Uh, Dylan's from uh, Naperville, Illinois. Welcome, Dylan. We Dylan, got Liz, what's happening? Liz from St. Paul, Minnesota, up there where it's probably chilly. Necessary Diversion is our cover band. She loves our insights. Yes, I like Thank that. Thank you, Liz. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, I was, there's so many that I, uh, there's a bunch that I subscribe to, like YouTube channels. Mm -hmm. And then I always end up finding more and it, it can eat away hours, man. Cause some of these videos are like the Rick Beato stuff. If, you, if you're really into Rick Beato yeah, yeah. and every time he puts out a video and you watch it, it's at, always at least a half hour, Yeah, sometimes 45 minutes, you know, uh, Karen's in Australia. Welcome. I love when Australia, there's a lot of people from Australia that are part of Caravan Central. I see it all the time. Um, but I found this one called the Charismatic Voice this week, and it's this girl from Arizona who is a uh, a singer and a vocal coach, and she's a, she's like an opera singer. Mm -hmm. Um, so she's not all that um familiar with pop music, especially like rock and hard rock. Like she's not really familiar with it. So she does these reaction videos on her channel. Have you ever ever seen like reaction videos? Yes, I have. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. And she's, it's so cool to see somebody's reaction when it's genuine. And it's, and it's the first time, like it's the first time they've heard it, but it's something that you're totally familiar with. But so sometimes it's, it's hard for me to believe that it's the first, some of the, it's the first time some of these people are hearing some of these things. Like, have they not existed in pop culture for the past 20 years where they've never heard, you know, the, the, the song that they're reacting to? Like I saw something for like in the air tonight by Phil Collins, like so-and-so reacts to in the air tonight. Like, dude, like who has not heard that song? Well, in the air tonight, that's a good example because that's one that's that you hear in like TV commercials and, and yeah. in elevator music and stuff. Um, but some people don't really pay that much mind to it. And if, if you're zoned in on your your thing, your genre, like this girl's an opera singer, 
So I'm sure she could name tons of opera things and like, what? You never heard of this? And you'd be like, oh, I don't listen to opera. Um, so she, the first one I saw was she she did a reaction video to uh, Take Hold of the Flame by Queensryche. Mm-hmm. And it's understandable that, you know, and, and it's it's a person's age too. You know, she's younger. So she's sure. like in probably her late 20s. Um, so late 20s, you're not going to really know about Queensryche. Um, and she was just blown away by Jeff Tate. And she's like, and it's funny watching her face, watching her reaction when she hears like Jeff Tate go like way up in the stratosphere. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I love those kind of videos. So I was toying with doing a little reaction thing, for me and you doing it tonight. So I put up a post a little while ago asking for people to put their, uh, their videos, clips in there, and we will do a little reaction video. reaction video to videos we're gonna do that today okay i'm down for that yes and so if 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 you're watching now and you haven't put a link in find the post find the post on the current central page and put it in there because that's where i'm going to go look for it don't put it in the post of this so do we have to be scripted and animated like the people that do watch it where they're like this thing all of a sudden they're like yes well, that's not well. No, we don't want to be scripted, but we want to be. Animated, you know what sure. I mean? Like, if you play uh, something cool for me, I'd be like, "Wow, that's badass!" I wouldn't be like, "Oh my god!" Like, dude, that's really someone playing that. Like, wow. Yeah, Can, uh, Timothy's in Arizona. What's up, guitar player there? Michael is uh, is can is in Kansas, I guess. And uh, we got uh, Greg, the Aussie girl listening to the early Beatles album for the first time. is pretty engaging. I have seen that one, so I'll check that. Mm. I'll look for that. I want to find that. But the one I'm talking about is called the Charismatic Voice, and it's um, – I don't know what the girl's name is. But she's cute, too, so it's nice to, like, all right, let's watch this cute girl and the way she reacts to it. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah, see? Jim said shocked response is required. <laughs> okay, shocked. Got so it. Shocking. Yeah. And we're going to be honest. We have to be, right, dude? Yeah, brutally. And sometimes it's going to be brutal, yeah. Uh, Murray's in New Brunswick, Canada. But all in good fun and always positive spirit. Never mean-spirited. Yes, no. We do want to give uh, uh, good positive contact. Uh, uh, David's in... uh, criticism. Criticism. David's in New Orleans, where I am. What's What's up, up, Nola? Um, So... We got a bunch of things to get to this week since we had last week off. I had a gig, right. you had a gig, yeah. And but first, I put it in the subject. Let's talk about Clash of the Cover Bands, which is the new reality competition show. Clash of the Cover Bands. It's a new reality uh, competition show on the E Network, and it's executive produced by Jimmy Fallon of the Tonight Show. Uh, also formerly Saturday Night Live fame. A, B, C, or D network. The E network. Right. Second vowel with a E for entertainment. Ex- exclamation point. Yes. To make sure you know it. E! So, all right. So Clash of the Cover Bands, it's hosted by uh, this guy. Uh, Stephen Boss is his name. I think he has a nickname, too. I don't. Captain Cover Band, I think they call him. Um, no, he's not. He, no. I don't think he's, I, I don't even know if he's a musician. I'm not familiar with the guy, but he's the host of the show. And there are three judges, much like all the other competition shows. 
And those judges are Adam Lambert, singer, uh, was an American Idol runner up in season eight and uh, has been singing with Queen for the last uh, several years. Um, Esther Dean, who I don't know, I'm not familiar with, is also one of the judges. And Megan Trainer is the third judge. I think she- Esther Dean is related to Jimmy Dean, the sausage guy, the breakfast guy. It's possible. We'll have to put in an inquiry to that. Okay. But uh, and Megan Trainer, who had a hit with uh, All About That Bass, and she's had mm-hmm. a couple other hits, and the singer, she is the third judge. So, uh, the way the format is run, it's a 45 minute show, or at least it was for the first week, which is weird. I, I've only seen the first week. Okay. Any, and by the way, anybody else out there has seen it, chime in and let me know, let us know what you think about it. Um, it, it it's kind of the standard competition show format where there's a desk with the three judges and the the stage and the performer is on stage. And the whole and, co- whole band comes out, right? And the whole band right? comes out, plays a song, and they the judges respond. Do they play on house back line, or do they all have different drum sets and different, you know, they have their that own like personal? Like- I, I, you know what? I didn't look at it, into it that deeply, but I, I think there's probably some gear changes in there. Um, no, see, Mark said 40, 45 minutes without ads, one hour with ads equals one hour with ads, but it's it's 45 minutes with ads. With commercials on TV, so the hmm. the runtime was actually about a little over thirty minutes. Um, so I know what Mark is saying, but I watched it on on E with the commercials, and it was still only forty five minutes. It's weird. Huh. That is a little weird, but okay. Um, continue. Okay, so the way they they run this show is they have two bands going head to head, or two artists or performers going head to head for each show. They pick a, a particular genre for that show different genre for each show. And then by the end of the show, they declare a winner who gets $10,000. And then at the end of the season, there's going to be a grand prize winner who their grand prize is they get to perform on the tonight show. Wow. But playing a cover. Yes. Yes. Now the thing that a lot of people who have seen it, um, and especially in Cover Band Central, in the group, people who have put up posts about it or commented about it, the one thing that everybody is saying that I said as well is this, this is not cover bands. These are tribute bands. They're all tribute mm-hmm. bands. They're all right. artists that are performing the music of one artist. So the, the, the title of the show is misleading. So how do they do that with the genres? If they say, okay, this genre is going to be classic rock and you're in a sublime cover band. Right. Well, you know, sublime tribute band, or you're in a, you know, a more modern tribute band, right? Then yeah. They, they use the word genre, but what they're doing is really sort of categories. So for instance, the first week, their, their category or genre that they chose was arena rock. So you're thinking about bands that play in arenas. And sure. then, the, then the week two is Showstoppers. And it's, um, which I haven't seen yet, but it's a Cher tribute going up against a Tina Turner tribute. Okay. And then the third week I saw, I think, is going to be country music. So uh, so that is definitely a genre. But the first week was, was um, arena rock. And the two artists that were being represented tribute bands. It should be called class clash of the tribute bands. Cause it's not, it's not cover bands. 
yes, a tribute band is a cover band, but cover bands aren't necessarily tribute bands. Correct, because a cover band, I think, would be classified as being more diversified in the selection of songs they would play, whereas a tribute band is only typically playing only that band, or if they need to fill in some supplementary songs, usually it's uh, something of that genre, like the band that they're in the tribute to. Right, in the same vein. Yes. Uh, as as that band. But t- typically, tribute bands will play just... Yeah, just the band the that they're playing that tribute to. Artist. Just yes. the songs from that artist. So the, the for the first week they had U2, a U2 tribute tribute band was called, I think it was Unforgettable Fire, and against a Coldplay tribute band. I don't remember the name of that band. Okay. Um, and the way the, the way they ran the show was one of the bands performs and they only show about a minute of the performance. It's hard to t- say if they if the band actually played the whole song. Or and they edited it down, or if the band just played a minute of this the song and that was it. So a minute, minute and a half, maybe. And is uh, the first minute of the song like uh, intro, it, intro it was, in, or did it was, or can it cut into the middle? It it probably can, but it was for the YouTube band they played. Where the streets have no name. That was okay. the first song. They started it from the beginning with the with the intro, um, and they played you know the first verse and maybe a chorus, and that was it. Um, and then the judges comment on it, and then then the other band goes the Coldplay band, and they play Clocks, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember exactly. Um, and then judges comment, and they, they try to give some advice, and then they go to a commercial, and then they come back, and they have these bands working with coaches, and one is a vocal coach. Um, this so- is after you've already seen the first minute. You've already get seen their feedback. Go back, work on these things, and then you're going to come back again. Right, right. They're going to work with a coach, then they'll come back again, and the winner will be declared. Um, so they work with a, a vocal coach, and they worked with a like a uh, style coach. Which and the the thing, and he was all like, "Yeah, I've worked with Cher and and you know, and all these big artists, you know, Rihanna, and you know, just." rattling off like so he's and he's like the I, one thing i can tell you is don't wear cargo shorts or sandals <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's funny if that one co- if that comes up yeah, that might see, come up that would be great that, yeah that would be fantastic <laughs> yeah um but i mean he wasn't even really talking about dress uh clothing uh wardrobe so much he was more about the way to move on stage, like put your arm up here and make sure you make eye contact with blah, blah, blah. And, and as I'm watching him do this, I'm like, everybody knows this stuff, man. You don't, you don't need somebody to tell you. Like if you're, if you're a well, singer, Steve, if the guy wasn't doing it, then he wouldn't be telling him, but that. he was doing it. He was, so fine. why was he telling him that then? What, like for instance, the band, um, video went down. I don't know what that meant. Somebody said video went down, but I don't think it means our video because I'm we're still running here. Um, Maybe the video went down 45 minutes show and that's why it was in an hour. No, no, because it came to a conclusion. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, they were the YouTube band. They had the, the Bono guy in center stage in the front, like he would be, like a singer. And they had these kind of platform pods for, for the rest of the guys, the three guys. 
so so the the edge guy was in this like Cerner circle platform pod, you know, where he where he wasn't leaving it. It was obviously designed for that. Like remember like the 70s shows where they had the you know, like the, the eight. Yeah, or like when Stone Temple Pilots came out, I saw them at Madison Square Garden and the riser when when the you know when they first came out and the lights came on, they were all on their own riser and it was all smoke around them. Right. And then so, they slowly went sunk back down and became a stage, but they were all yeah, they weren't they weren't they were on like, you know, call it a ten foot round platform and they weren't right. moving off of it. Right. And but these guys had their individual platforms. Yeah, the drummer a, and the bass player and, yep. the, and the guitar player. Um, and Rochelle, I said it before the the song, the show is called Clash of the Cover Bands. Um, that's the show we're talking about. It's on, on the E. e it's on E on Wednesday nights, I believe, or maybe it's tonight. I think it's tomorrow. Um, so one of the th one of the things. So you two did their their YouTube band did their things. They're all on their little pods, and then they go to the judges, and one of the judges was like, "You you know you really need to interact more." Are you saying it's a the edge guy? Like you need to, and I'm thinking, well, okay, he was in his specified spot for this performance, and then they go to the the coach guy. But, but, but the, the edge isn't really an interactive type of guy. Well, you he know, does. He's, you not, know, he but he's not out. He, yeah, but he's not out like a slash or someone. He's out front, and like you know, interacting with the crowd. Like he's kind of to himself, you know. Right. He's not very flamboyant. Right. They were trying to get him to be a little more animated and, and stuff like okay. that. And and again, I'm still thinking, well, they you had him on his little pot. So they, they go to that style coach and basically the style coach was saying the same thing. Go up to, you know, Bono and like rock with him. And 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 those and like he was giving that kind of advice. And it's like, OK, you're on this TV show. It's you're, you have cameras around. It's nothing. There's no crowd. It's nothing like. A gig. <laughs> a gig. It's nothing like tribute bands that play festivals to, right. you know, to 5,000 people or, you know, whatever, or to just big venues. Well, where... well you know, it was funny. Quick sidebar. Daryl's house, you know, up in Paul, yeah, New yeah. York. Yeah, so yeah. he it's it's now, you know, they don't shoot the, the television show there anymore, but it's like a restaurant music venue mm -hmm. and it's open year round, you know, and they're back open now since COVID. And I was checking out their website and. Inter, you know, in between, we'll call it, he's got some folky type of artists going on. Then he's got a blues run there for like four or five weeks, you know. But then as soon as like end of November rolls around, it's all tribute bands until April. Okay, that's cool. You know, and yeah, it's, I thought it was interesting. No no cover bands, all tribute bands, sure, you know. There is a difference. And, and out of all those tribute bands, when you look down the list, the only ones that had like two and three night stints, you know, consecutively were the Eagles tribute band. They were booked for three nights in a row, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And um, the other one was the Zeppelin show. Oh, cool. Yeah. You're going to have bands like that that have extensive catalogs. Yeah. That, that are able to. Or just have enough, you know, of a following that they can, they can sell out that place three nights in a row. Right. Like, you know? like the, the regular Eagles would. Do. Right. Or exactly. Zeppelin. Yep. Play yeah. anymore. Yep. Um, all right. And I so, think that, I think the petty band was the other one that had three. Nights. Okay. Again, extensive catalog. Yeah. Um, and a lot of, a huge fan base. Um, but yeah, so the, 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 think of the style coach and style coaches and then the vocal coach and 
you know, it, the vocal coach seemed like he was giving some good tips, but it didn't seem like it really made that much of a difference because again, it, it's a different environment playing on TV than it is playing for a live. The things that they were trying to tell these guys, as far as uh, advice is concerned, hang on, as far as advice is concerned, is is the stuff that they would normally be doing if they were playing in their their normal environment. They're not playing in their normal environment. They're playing on TV, and it doesn't translate as well. It to me, it came across as as just a, as a poor copy of the, the real the thing that you really dig. You know, the band that you really dig. Just like, and I mean, it's it's hard for me saying that because I'm I love tribute bands. I I run Cover Band Central. But that's kind of weird if you think about it, because when they have American Idol, they have the same sort of coaches, but they're singing in front of a live audience. You know what I mean? So it gives them that that energy, you know, to to be a tribute band, just be on a stage and, you know, in front of judges with no crowd. There might there might be an audience now that I think about it, because I only watched it. I watched it the first one and it was last week. Um, Well, nonetheless, so then it's a TV um, audience, you know, it's not it. You know. Now let me ask you a question: When they go back in and they get their coaching and they come back out again, they do a different song. That, that's see, yeah, I'll get to that. So they they went through all their coaching, taking out a commercial break, and then they come back and say, "All right, they're going head to head." And the way they showed it on this show was they show the YouTube band and they show them doing another song, and they show about twenty seconds of it, and then they cut to the Coldplay <laughs> band and show them doing another song. Same thing, 20 seconds. And then, then they went back and forth where each band, they showed about 20 seconds of about four songs. So probably, they probably recorded the whole song. And then they just edited it out the piece. Edited they it down. Yeah. And then, you know, at the end, they take another commercial break, come back, and then the judges declare a winner. They're getting $10,000, which will be spent in about a half a day. Um, and... <laughs> And possibly getting to perform on the Tonight Show is right. the gr- big grand prize. As competition shows go, that's a pretty shitty prize. Both of those things, you know, it's really ten thousand dollars split between four guys in the band and probably a manager. And pro- you know, you're going to end up with like five hundred bucks in your pocket, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So it's like all right, and and the big grand prize. It just seems like a vehicle for for Jimmy Fallon to have a guest yeah and maybe get show. some of these bands some exposure you know yeah and i'm sure his intentions are good but I, I mean we were talking about a few weeks ago where i was like i was i was mad about like ah oh, he's taking stealing my thunder here cover band central thing he's yeah but, it's, cover but thing. it's not and i was like i want to be involved in this now that i've seen the show i'm glad i'm not man I, like <laughs> I, it's it just comes across dude as cheesy 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 to me i i didn't think I wasn't really impressed, and I've seen the, the the YouTube band before, and I think I even featured one of their videos once. Um, but it's still on TV; it doesn't translate, man. It doesn't. It comes across as just like oh, these are guys are trying to imitate you too, and they're not quite. Doesn't capture the essence of the real spirit of what they're doing. That's exactly it, right? Because you, you saw that. Because if you saw them live, you might be like, they were incredible, man. They sounded exactly like you two. The guy looked and sounded like Bono. It was, you know, it was a great show. Then you see it on TV, and it's kind of like a recycled, edited, kind of watered down, less energetic, nervous television performance, you know? And it's not really indicative of what they're really all about. Right. 
And Megan Trainer says in the beginning of the show, she says, what we're looking for is somebody who looks like the band, who sounds like the band, and is having a lot of fun or something like that. Right. So the first thing she said was looks like the band. So they're really just kind of looking for imitators. Mm -hmm. So with the second week of being Cher and Tina Turner, they're just looking for like a Vegas style. Cher impersonator. impersonator. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So it's not, it's definitely not cover bands and it's hard. It's not even really. No. And the thing about the tribute band thing too, is like, I think they're all like that. Like when you see like the petty band, like, the guy who's supposed to be Tom Petty looks like Tom Petty, you know. The rest of the band, those guys don't all look like the they, the like the drummers look like the drummer. Right. You couldn't even tell what the guy, what the drummer even looked like, you know. No, nor do they have to. The yeah. long-haired guy back in the in the early video days, you know. But I think for the, all those bands, like any of those bands, like Aerosmith band, you got to have the Steel and Steven Tyler and the Joe Perry, right? That you know, if you're doing the Zeppelin band, you got to have you know Plant and Page, right? And, and the drummer's got to be you know Bonham. Like I think whatever the standout guys are. You know, you have to have, you know, that person have the look. Bon Jovi band, you got to have Richie Sambora and John Bon Jovi out front. You know, they got to right. look the part. Right. But you, nobody knows anybody in Coldplay besides Chris Martin. Well, that's what so I mean. Like, so you're talking about maybe one or two guys have to look, really look the part. The other guys just have to, you know, have to be there and be able to perform and, and look cool and be having fun. But they don't necessarily right. need to look like the, like the, the guys, you know? Because like right. I said, you wouldn't even know what the guy looks like. What does a drummer right. in Coldplay look like? If you're not a drummer, you probably wouldn't know. I don't even know. You know? Um, but you two a little bit more. Those guys are all kind of recognizable. You know, obviously Bono and The Edge. Um, but even the even the other guy, Adam Clayton and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and the other guy. I saw a YouTube tribute band once one night and they were called Two You. Um and they they actually played in Bayonne, New Jersey. This is when I lived in Jersey. Really? And I and I went out and I saw them. I, I watched the whole night and they were great. And I, I I hung out with them for a while afterwards. And the guy, the bass player looked just like Adam Clayton. I'm like, wow, like the way he moved and everything. It was about the same height. You have the hair. He really studied it, yeah. And he had the glasses and everything. So yeah. Uh so I mean, I think in general for tribute bands getting work, they kind of do, like you said, need to have the, the 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 recognizable players sort of look as close to the the real guys as possible. Sure, um, but definitely on this TV show, like because in a, in a live setting, you kind of get away with it because it's at a distance, so, you know, and you know. You have yeah TV. Life. They're up close and personal. I mean, they're right coming right up, right, right on top of you. You know, right in your face. You're like, yeah, they're like, yeah. <laughs> That's the guy. You're like, yeah. That's like Bono. Same nose hairs as Bono. Right. So, um, so that I think it's just as such a it. It came across to me as such a cheesy, watered down version of what we've already been knowing for year for decades now these competition shows with judges and I'm a fan, like I'm a big fan of American Idol, or at least it, I was in the early heydays. Um, well, the I th- voice I was a fan of for a while and now I don't watch it, but America's got talent. I still watch. I, 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 I love discovering new. But I think American Idol is more genuine because it's got a pro band, pro backline, right? They're all pro players. Right? Oh, yeah. So the backing band is, is, is top notch. Yeah. So musically, it's going to be super solid. And it's really only showcasing and focusing on 
you know, the talent that that's singing at the, at that moment. Right. And then that's all part of the thing when they're coaching and saying like, Hey man, like you're out in front of the band, there's no guitar player next to you. There's no bass player next to you. You know, it's like, you got to connect with the audience and you got to show us what you can bring. And it's more based on, yeah, you are under pressure of television live and you got to do it, you know, but the band is not sweating it because they're a, they're, they're pros and B they're not being showcased. Like they're not in the spotlight. You know what I mean? They're just right. in the background providing the track. So that guy's, you know, they're, they're comfortable. And plus, like you said, they do it for a living, you know, American Idol, you know, these are, you know, young, you know, kids that are coming up that want to, you know, have a dream and a talent, but they're, they're, they're not as seasoned as the professionals that they're on the stage. Right, with, exactly. you know? So it's more genuine. And, and, yeah. And does and it come those, off like cheesy, you know, it comes off like you, this guy might've been nervous or like, wow, that guy killed it. Like he, he, he sang as if he was in his basement, you know? Yeah. And, and like on idol, the band is generally not even visible. Uh, and if they right. are, they're in a kind of their own little pit area. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, uh, Murray mentions Rockstar in excess. And I didn't yes, watch that. that. I did. And that he's right. That drummer was killer, man. It was, I forget the guy's name, but he was, that, that band was good. Yeah. yeah. I never caught that for some reason when it was on, but I was aware of it. Yeah. Um, but there was also one with Paul Schaefer on VH1 uh, called uh, uh, Cover Band Wars or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm thinking... This is what I'm thinking, because I've been wanting to do a live thing for a while now, and I still will want to do it, some sort of performance thing. Um, but I, it seems like this competition thing has really kind of run its course. Like, I get that Idol will still will still work and the voice will still work and, and some of those will still work. But anybody trying to do a new one, you know, you have the mass Singer and now you have the other one that's the virtual the VR singer. Yeah. Um, Mass singer was cool because you didn't know who it was, you know, but yeah, then it, and the it singer out was, 15 other things, you know? Yeah. The mass singer is very successful. That's one of the, the top rated shows. And, and the yeah. other, the new one on Fox, it's like a virtual reality thing. I haven't seen it. Um, so that's a, a twist on it, but, but to take the, the concept and do it with the cover band thing that they're doing, it just seems so played. So I would rather do, do you remember Don Kirshner's rock concert? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that and there was, was a, it, there was another was one. Not to cut you off, there was another one though. More recently, um, English guy, forget the name of it, but same exact concept. He had like six bands set up in a big circle all around him, and then they would, you know, they would move the whole camera set to each. Yes, that yes, yes. Um, it's called something like Live Tonight or something. Or yeah, or, or, I love uh, that. Uh, had... oh, uh, Live with Jules Holland. Yeah, because they had well-known artists on there and also obscure artists on there. And yeah, I love that format where it was just like, yeah, the camera's on one and then they're like, oh, and they turn the camera and the, the, there's the band ready, set up and ready to go. Jules Holland. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah and, 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 and they all, and they all sat around and, and watched the next band. That right, was the cool right. thing that like, while your band was playing, the next guy was up and, and you know, the, the whole band was watching, you know, whatever band was performing. And that was cool, you know, and they would all sit there and applaud and they would get into it and you could see them rocking out to it. You know, they, they were sitting at their instruments, you know, like the drummers were all at their kits hanging out, like waiting right. for their turn to go, you know? Yeah. The but, camera would put a would go on them as they're listening and watching and then yeah, you see him like rocking and like, yeah. Now that was a cool show. Cause that was all live and it was, you know, each band had their own look and their own, you know, equipment and it was their whole, their whole thing, you know, right. That, that show was cool. And that did not come off cheesy at all like you said like a don kirshner rock concert it was like you know that was 
popular b- before MTV, right? You yeah. Have late night rock concerts. Yeah. So I want to do something still. I want to do something that's a live performance thing of cover bands on Cover Band Central, on our YouTube channel, all that stuff. Um, but not have it be a competition. Like, like I just have it be a showcase. Let's stop that here. Let's stop that now. Let's let's just yeah, be a showcase. Let's celebrate bands, celebrate music, mm-hmm. celebrate musicians, and not pit one against the other and and make it like somebody's better than somebody else. If if you think somebody's better than somebody else, then you're gonna listen to them, you're gonna follow them, you're gonna go see them play. That's cool. We don't need to have a competition where somebody is is a loser. You know, I don't want to do that anymore. So, so that's coming. It's coming. I'm going to make it. I still don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to figure it out. We're going to make it happen. It's coming. It's coming. Um, so stay tuned. It will be coming. So if you can, I know I didn't give you much of a heads up. If you can try to catch up on this show, because I'm going to still watch it every week. It's part of my job. I think clash of the cover bands. It's on E. I believe it's on Wednesday nights. Let me see. Tribute band battles. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's tribute bands. But I, I de- we're going to talk about it. We'll definitely talk about it again. And I want to hear your take on it. And yes, it's, I'll check uh, it out. If it's on demand, I can go look at it because I usually have rehearsal on Wednesday night. So I'm not home. It's Yeah, it's Wednesdays at 830 Eastern, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so it's on tomorrow. So I will catch that uh, tomorrow. And then we'll... I was considering writing a review, but after I watched it, I was so depressed. I'm like, that you didn't I, even want to review it. <laughs> I didn't even want to review it. I didn't, so, I just, so I think what you're saying is we should have actually taped your reaction to the show initially seeing it. So you could have been like, right. Aww. So we're going to get to the reaction videos that so we're going to save that for last, but okay. let's talk about our gigs. Um, Cause I played for the first time in three months after dealing with COVID uh, I was sick for a while, and then I lost my job with the band because they uh, decided to keep the guy who was subbing instead of giving me my job back. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so about about three months, but I got, I guess you didn't even know because we didn't do a show last week. I got a, a call or a message from uh, this guitar player that I've known for a while. I played a couple of gigs with him years ago, and he said they needed a sub for a gig coming up on the 15th, which was this past Friday. And uh, he said, are you feeling up to coming back to work? You know, and I was just really starting to feel healthy enough where I felt like, okay, I can go out and I could probably play a gig enough, you know, fine without having breathing issues or anything. Cause I've been, I've been off the oxygen really completely now for, for a couple of weeks. We talked about that Halloween gig, like with Scooby gear. Right. But this was uh it was this past Friday and it was uh, opening for a tribute band an Iron Maiden tribute band called Maiden in LA at one of the, one of the best places to play here, not in the French quarter. It's in Metairie uh, called Southport music hall. It's uh, it's where a lot of the nationals that come through play. It's a nice place. Um, and the band was just opening for them and they were doing eight or nine songs and they're playing all 80s theme music. And it sent me a song list and I knew most of them already. So I'm like, cool. okay, yeah, I'll you know, I'll do it. And did you do metal genre songs, being that you were opening for Made in LA? We did 80s songs. 
80s metal ish yeah we had they wear spandex and the guys who don't have long hair wear wigs and fortunately i have long hair and i didn't have to wear a wig but i wore spandex but the guys <laughs> had to wear long hair wigs to look like iron maiden no, so no, they no. Look they... not Maiden. maiden was the band we were opening for but those guys didn't wear wigs who maiden no no okay but you guys wore wigs but you didn't have to because you have long hair obviously right and the guitar player one of the guitar players has long hair and the other three guys in the band wore wigs wore wigs and <laughs> and i rehearsed with them the night before i went over and and hung out i i didn't the, i didn't know anybody except for the one guitar player i i had played with a few times and uh you know the rehearsal was i i knew i went in prepared so it went pretty quickly we just played through every song once and then uh played the gig and it felt great to be on stage again um and to be comfortable i felt fine you know physically i felt fine and it felt good to really see some people because the two there's two guys in the maiden band that i know that i've worked with a lot in the past okay. um so it was great to see them and then um, good uh, crowd and it was a good crowd it, even for us uh even as an opening band it was a good crowd and um and they were the the made in la iron maiden tribute band they were fantastic they were and i'm an iron maiden fan so I, i'll tell you the truth um, how long did they play for they played for quite a while um two hours maybe and they played chronologically. Oh like wow! They, basically, they hit songs chronologically. Yeah, but yeah. Um, and the singer came out during the trooper with the British flag. Nice. And it, it did a, a wardrobe change, and uh, they had somebody doing Eddie as well, which I didn't see because I left a little early. Um, the classic Eddie, love that. But uh, but I got to see people too there that were. That were in the crowd that i know that i hadn't seen in a while so it was it was nice to just it's the first time i've really been out in public um in a social situation since i was sick you know which was th three months ago mm -hmm. um so it felt good and then after that i stopped by bourbon street and i went to see my friends at rock uh in the band rockbox they play at fat cats those guys are all my friends and i haven't seen them in a long time so i stopped there hung out got up and played a couple songs there too cool so it felt great to be out. Um, I don't, I, I got a, a message yesterday, somebody asking me to play again. And I'm like, you know, I just don't want to commit to anything right now. I'm really focused on cover band central. I have a lot of shit I'm doing. And, uh, Hey, listen, a gig here and there just to, you know, for some enjoyment there. is great. But like you said, you don't want to commit to something steady and then it's going to take your focus away from what you're doing. Right. Um, uh, but it, it did feel sort of redemptive to get kind of get back out and, Sure. Well, you know, you have like I said, three months is a long time to not have played. Yeah. Especially you know? for health reasons. So yeah. Yeah. Um, not by choice. Right. Right. So you also played this weekend. I played Sunday, uh, upstate outdoors brewery. Great. You know, a couple hundred people. Great time. Outdoors. Is this a place you played before? Yeah. We've played there maybe three or four times. We, we played okay. Memorial day weekend to open the summer there. And then we've played like maybe two or three times since then they had other cancellations where they called us, but we couldn't accommodate, you know, and every time we played there, it rained. Like the first time we played there, it rained. We were indoors. Second time we played there, we got rained on. 
Oh, nice. Um, yeah. And then third, this past time we played, it rained for about 15 minutes really hard where, you know, it's outdoors. So we're outside and there's probably 200 people outside. Luckily enough, it's a large enough place where they all went inside. And then, the, you know, the tent, the, the, the stage was tarped. So it's like you're under a tent. So, you know, it was raining. Last time they had like a trellis above us. And the rain just came through and I had to put a tarp over me to break down because it was pouring rain. Right. And they, since then, they enclosed the whole thing with a big tarp over the top like a roof. So we were able to keep playing without getting wet. So we kept playing through the rain. There was a couple of diehards that stayed out in the rain with no umbrellas. And then everyone came back out after the rain, but everything was wet. So they danced on the tables. So everyone was dancing on the picnic tables, the big picnic tables, big wood tables. So everyone was jumping up there. And then someone's Doberman, Sadie, was all of a sudden appeared on the stage, this like 125-pound Doberman. And it was like super friendly, and it was rubbing up against everybody. It wasn't come by me because I was back by the drums, but they were all up in the front. And then um, what else eventful happened? Then then, uh, a person came over that lives nearby to the brewery and was complaining about the sound with the bands and oh, how, nice. how unfair it is, you know, to ruin everyone's relaxation. And then that got quelled. And, and then, um, yeah, then we played and because it rained, the guy asked us if we could play longer. So we played an extra like 40 minutes oh. because the people were there and they weren't leaving and they were all into it. So we said, well, sure. Why not? Cause we played two long sets, like an hour and a half, hour and a half for three hours, you know, but we got rained out part of that. And then there was, some downtime in the middle with the neighbor thing. So okay. we ended up playing some overtime, which they, you know, the place is great. It compensated us for us. They paid us for us. And that place, Tin Barn Brewery, his daughter's beer, because she's the brewmeister, just won some national award as the best beer in the country for that category. Ooh. So they're, they're starting to make a name for themselves and they're on the map. So we're playing there again, December 3rd for their Christmas party. Okay. And then he's opening up maybe a second brewery somewhere, and he's going to have us play when he does his grand opening. Cool. Very so good. good. Good contact. I'm playing this weekend. I'm playing Friday night, and I'm playing next weekend again Friday night, both outdoors. Halloween um, shows? Costumes? No. Next week is a non uh, – this Friday is a non-Halloween show. Uh, the 29th, I'm not sure. i got to find out because it is some kind of – like hayride pumpkin fest thing at a farm that's going to be outside. So we, yeah, we may, we may be in costume for that one. Halloween's on a Sunday this year, which means yes, it is Friday night and Saturday night should really be Halloween gigs where you're dressing up in costume and stuff. Yes, definitely. All right. So that's cool. I, I don't, I don't have anything scheduled. Who knows what'll come up. Um, mm-hmm. But like I was just saying, I'm going to focus on CBC for now. And uh, you know, I'll play again. Sure. That's fine. All right. So let's get to our little fun segment. We're going to. All right. Yeah. Reactions to Steve and Tony react to your videos that you posted. There's not a a lot here, but we're going to, we're going to show you what's here and we're going to react to them honestly and, and candidly. Okay. Okay. You promised to do, to do that, Tony, you have to take. You have my word. I'll react (laughs) as genuinely as possible. Okay, here we go. So let's see. Let me make sure we're seeing this. Yes, okay. 
and I do have the audio on. The first person here put up a, an original, and I had to tell them we're looking for cover bands. Okay. You would think on a site called Cover Band Central, they would know that. The second hey, person put up an original as they're well. Trying to, trying to get it out there, Steve. What better place to get original music out than on a cover band page? Sure. I told them we were looking for cover songs, so we're going to go. We're going to go to the next one. Actually, we're going to go to the. This was the first one that was posted. And this is John Barker. He said he'll give it a shot. And this is While My Guitar Gently Weeps by the CAS band or a CAS band. Uh, he said this was 10 years ago. So this isn't something very recent. Okay. And he said the drummer passed away the following year. So the, the late drummer. So, uh, but we're going to watch it and listen and see what we get. And first, we get a commercial. So we'll get rid of Back that. after this commercial break. All right, here we go. Cast band or a CAS band, the Beatles while my guitar gently, gently weeps. Not hearing it, not seeing it, Steve. Nothing, Steve. Nothing. What's that? I got nothing. No video, no audio, nothing. How is that possible? Don't know. I'm looking at the wisdom screen. Oh, okay. I, I know nothing. how it's possible. All right. Hang on. Mm-hmm. I was going to go, <gasps> did you hear that? Oh, wait. It's not playing. Sorry. I, no, I know why. Because I have to. Got to share the audio? I got to share the, that screen. Yes, you do. See, it's the way this is set up here. Will you still uh, be able to see our reactions or will we have to recreate them? You'll be able to see our reactions. Okay. okay. You, you can see YouTube now. Right? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, sure. All right. Let me see. And you can see us here over on the side. So here we go. Okay. Make sure. Tell me if you can hear it. Not yet. But. Yep. Okay. Here we go. While my guitar gently weeps by the cast band. There's a music stand there, so the C <laughs> some of the CBC audience would go nuts, saying, "Absolutely nuts!" Like, music what's that stand, doing up there? what is that doing on stage? Brand. This looks like a bar slash restaurant because I saw a waitress walk by, and somebody's handheld with this camera walking around. Mm -hmm. um, so far, it sounds good. They did a little kind of uh, extra intro to it. Good guitar tone, but uh, yeah. So let's uh, let's check out some more of this. With some vocals. And a drummer, by the way, who has passed away, can't see because of that symbol in the face. 
Yeah, he's got a big blockade right there. I think it could be a she, even. He or she. What's up? All right. So the band sounds good. It's a good song. It's a little sleepy, but that that might be uh recording's a little phasey. Yeah. Well, I think that's just the audio here yeah, with StreamYard. Um but it, it might be like kind of dinner music because they, they it looks like they're in a restaurant. So maybe that's why it's a little sleepy. They're not getting pe- trying to get people to dance right there. They're just playing music for it could be one of those sleep clinics where you know everyone gets in bed <laughs> and they do like a uh, te- a test overnight to see if you have sleep apnea. I'm going. I have to actually. This go could do be that. like the after dinner break before th- th- that actual sleep test start. It could be. Get I would hire those guys for that. Because to get you in the mood, I have to go do that November 9th. So that's actually Tuesday, two weeks, three weeks from today. So just download so- this video. <laughs> You could listen to it before it's you a, go. But it, I mean, ideally, no, it's, it's, it's solid. But again, it's like song selection, right? Like it's so important depending on where you're playing and what you're doing and what the audience is looking for. And, you know, yeah. that's something I always love to do like you do. You know, when you're playing and then the songs come, you you observe and you look at the audience, you know, and what songs are they into and what songs are like everyone's clearing out to go get drinks. Right. Um, you know? But in that case, it, it, for that gig that we just watched, it looks like it was a restaurant. So that seems like an appropriate, an appropriate song. I would just say as far as, you know, filming a video is concerned, you want to get everybody's face, you know, like it's, it's a shame that the drummer just has the symbol, right. You know, there. And, and we didn't get to see the keyboardist face at all. Um, and maybe we would have, if we watched, if we watched more, but generally if you, if you'd see a live video and you're filming a live video of your band, you want the whole stage in view. You want to be able to see everybody. Um, and especially if they're, if they're doing something prominent in the song, like if there's a guitar solo and you're not showing the guitar player, then you're not doing it and making a very good video. Right. Um, all right, so in the interest of time, let's move on to the next one. Um, it's also 10 years old, Steve, so, you know. Okay, so Murray is is on this show right now, and this is a YouTube video, and he says, it's a previous band I played in before he took a break. So this is another YouTube. And, okay, the band is called Sonic Pulp. So, Murray, if you're still here, we're going to show your video now and we're going to give you our feedback. Sonic Pope. 
Yes, Sonic Pulp, and the song is Long Cool Woman in a Black Dress by the Hollies slash Green River by CCR. And it's from 2019. Let's check it out. Sonic Pulp. Sonic Pulp. All right. We're going to keep this rock and roll show going. See, now we can see everybody. So that's good. Can't really see the drummer. Kind of. Well, at least no symbols in front of his face. Right. It's a shame we can't see the venue or see the crowd to see if people are dancing or if they're sitting. What's going on there? Napping. Um, napping. Um, uh, all right. So that's Murray. He's still watching. He said he had a side charge. He had a GoPro setup. Um, the band sounds good. The vocals are good. Um, mix mix I, is good. Yeah, I would think because um, that's not easy to sing. And I, I, I want to kind of jump to the CCR part because that's uh, – John Fogarty is, is tough to sing, but this guy sounds like he's got that kind of voice. Yeah, he sounded um, great on that. Yeah. Um, the band sounds tight. Nice bottom end bass on that. I, I wonder if that, that sound was from the GoPro. I think I guess so, huh? And it's probably sitting right, because the position of that is probably right by the PA speakers and or subwoofers. Yeah, off to the side. I don't see a speaker stack on the other side, though. Yeah, yeah. They're there. See where there's like a pumpkin? There's yeah. pumpkins. There's some monitors on stage. Oh, yeah. okay. They had a recording from the board. There we okay. go. Right. I was going to say the drums sound like a, a board recording because they're real okay. crisp, you know? All right. Let's, uh, all right. Let's listen to a little bit more. I'm, I'm going to jump ahead, though. I like the lights on the ceiling. Yeah. 
All right, I'm gonna have to cut it there because we're we're uh, we're running short on time. But uh, solid, solid sounds great. I would go see that band. Yeah, uh, or hire that band. I'd like to know a little bit more about them first. But but they all look good. They're all dressed in dark colors, which is good on stage. Um, and Steve, did you see band. the pumpkins? There were pumpkins. Billy, did you see the pumpkins in that thing? Oh boy, yeah. Pumpkins Woo! are always great around Halloween. That. Holy cow. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. You're being animated. I got it. That took me a minute. Um, but this is fun. And I'm going to ask you what you think. It. I'd like to do this every week. At least have like 10 or 15 minutes where we do this every week. What do you think? Sure. But we need Are to you scour. Just saying, sure? No, we need to scour, though, to find things like. No, no, because if we're scouring, then we're looking for something in particular. No, I want not people... scouring, but I mean, like, not not watch it and, and be prepared for it, but like something like, if you want a like a shocking reaction, it would be like when I used to play Mister Personality, and I used to bring the giant mega kit to a bar, and we would do Y Y Z, and you know, you can duplicate the drum parts because I brought all the drums with me. You know, and it was during those parts where people would come running up to the stage and like thumbs up or be jumping around or at the break be like, dude, I walked in and heard you guys just, you know, walking with my buddies to tell us this band doing like YYZ or, you know, and then hear like the, the authentic drum fill with all the parts. And that was like, they were all like, whoa, like perked up, you know? So I mean, that in that way, like we can recruit. We can watch the videos and critique them and give feedback and stuff. But if you want like, whoa, holy cow, did you hear that? Then it has to be something that's going to like, it's got to be like a Van Halen tribute band where the guy sounds like Eddie, you know, or a Rush tribute band where something sounds exactly like the part where you're like, holy cow, that was, you know, you know, sprinkled in amongst the other stuff that we're doing, you know? Well, the thing is you can't react to it initially if you've already, the only way, like if, if I seek them out, then I'm going to have to watch them and then I won't have a genuine first reaction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but we know the song, so it's not like we're hearing them for the first time. You know what I mean? So we're more or less like critiquing the bands and the performance of their songs. Like, you know, it's still a reaction though. I, I it is, it is. I, 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 I want to, I, I don't think so, it'll be like, Holy cow, Steve, did you hear you that? You never know though, it, because right, there are bands, that be. there are videos that I've seen where I've had that reaction. So, um, I want to make sure we're serving this community to the people that are a part of this community. Yes, rather than I just would going agree. outside. And so, so uh, yeah, if, if you want to indulge me with that every week, we'll, we'll spend a little time on that. Sure. And I'll make sure that I give people fair warning about it. Um, <laughs> that yeah. we're going to be including their video. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. That's another hour. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for watching. If you that's got, how I go, man. Yeah. If you, if you got through this far, Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. The link is in the description. It's youtube.com slash Central. Hit that subscribe button and click that bell so you get notified when we go live. And there's uh, a whole archive of videos to check out there. Check out CoverBandCentral.com. Sign up for a profile for you, your band, or both. It is free. And if you want to contact me, Steve, or Tony, Steve at CoverBandCentral.com, you can go through me to get to Tony. Yeah. And to throw a few bucks in the tip jar if you want, paypal.me slash Central. Um, I hope everybody's going to be safe, have a fun Halloween season. I want to see some Halloween pictures, too, and hear about Halloween gigs. Yeah. And uh, hear about your gig. You've got one coming up this weekend. So 
we'll, we'll hear about that next week. And that's it. I got to get the theme ready. <laughs> I, didn't, ready I didn't do that. All right. Um, Tommy, cue all, it up. Cue it up. Do all oh those God, things Tommy. that we said. And, uh, and uh, we'll see you next week. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.